You're listening to The Happy Hour Effect, Episode 9. And if you ever wonder why you're not getting the media exposure you deserve, chances are you might be making one of these seven critical mistakes. Hello, my friends. This is Kristen Brown. This is the Happy Hour Effect, Episode 9. And today we're talking about seven ways to blow it with the media. You know, I'm a publicist. I have a company called Lit PR along with my company, Happy Hour Effect. And I have a lot of friends that are in the media and that are producers and hosts. And I'm always astounded when they tell me stories about guests who do things that I just can't even believe they would ever do. You want to have a fighting shot at getting on the media, being on TV, getting exposure for your business. And then you do these things that absolutely annoy and frankly, really make the media angry. And that really ruins your chances. It really prevents you from taking that leap forward that you deserve for your message, for your business, for your work, for your book, whatever it is you're trying to get out there into the world. You need to do everything that you can to really, really make it viable, to get exposure, to get in front of bigger and broader audiences. And the media is a crucial part of that strategy. So when you're doing things that are just stupid of you to be doing when you're engaging with the media, you're shooting yourself in the foot and really turning off a really powerful spigot of new customers. So today I want to give you seven ways to blow it with the media so that you don't do those things, so you don't make those mistakes, so that you become a dream guest for producers, for TV hosts, for radio producers, so that you really have a better chance at becoming not just a guest once, but a repeat guest over and over and over again. Now, before I jump in, I want to give a little shout out to some of my recent reviews that I've been getting. The first one I want to read is a five-star review from the lovely Rye Taylor. I'm about to have Kristen on my own podcast as a guest expert and wanted to brush up on all of her strengths and expertise. I knew that she was great at what she does, but wow, I didn't expect such an awesome podcast with clear, actionable steps. I rarely subscribe to my experts' podcasts, but this is an exception. She is easy to listen to, gives great content, and adds a great amount of fun. Thank you, Rye, and I cannot wait to be on your show. It's going to be super duper fun. Second one I want to read is from NDL1979. little five-star review says, I love this podcast. It's so relatable and easy to listen to. Kristen breaks down concepts in a very encouraging way. Thank you, NDL1979. I really, really appreciate your little five-star review. And if you want to listen on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, I would really appreciate giving me a little bit of love if you like the show. And of course, subscribe, because if you subscribe, you can get all of this awesome inspiration every single week. All right. Now I want to get into the good stuff this week because it's crucial. If you're an entrepreneur, author, expert, speaker, coach, small business owner, or you work for a company that wants more media exposure, you have to ensure that you are approaching them in the right way, that once you do land a media appearance, that you're not being a pain in the keister, and that you're really taking full advantage of those relationships because the media, they are powerful. They have the chance to get you in front of hundreds, thousands, sometimes millions of new potential customers. I've appeared on Live with Kelly and Michael, three and a half million viewers. You think that I didn't take that seriously and do everything I could, not just to create amazing content for them, but to be easy to be fun, to be happy, to be smiley, to do anything and everything they asked me to. They said jump, I said how high. 
That is what you need to do for the media because they are your allies. They are your partners. You have to value them in order to get them to be on your side, to trust in you, to believe in you, and for them to share you and your content. It's really, really important. So I want to give you seven tips to not blow it with the media. These are things that will turn them off immediately if you do them. So don't do these seven things. The first one, the first way to blow it with the media is to be difficult. You know how annoying it is for you as a business owner or an author, or even just someone working a nine to five, when someone is just a pain, they just have a million questions, they're always in your face, they're asking for special things, they're, they're just difficult. Sometimes you can't even put your finger on why they're difficult. That is not what you want to be when you're dealing with the media. You need to be simple, easy, fun, low maintenance, not have tons and tons of questions, and you need to understand the way the media works. That's crucial. Very, very crucial. If you need information on how the media works, listen to some of my previous episodes of this podcast or go to my website at litpr.com to get some more insight and, and do a session there because it's crucial that you understand what the media is looking for, how to pitch, what you need to do to become an expert for them, a trusted expert to ensure that you're not difficult, so that you don't stop up that process for them. So a number one way to blow it with media, if you're difficult, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Number two, the second way to blow it with the media is to be a diva. Men, you can be divas too. <laughs> if you're high maintenance and you require special handholding, if you are one of those people that says, oh, I need to have this or that in my dressing room, let me tell you, if you're a guest you're not getting a dressing room unless you're a celebrity or a multimillionaire athlete or musician. The rest of us, we go there, we hang out in the green room, we maybe get some free coffee or a free bottle of water, maybe some snacks if it's a big show. Do not be a diva. Go there, act like a normal human being, don't request all sorts of crazy things to make your experience more cool. Just be a normal person. Do not be a diva. All right, that's number two. Number three, the third way to blow it with the media is to require non-stop hand-holding. If you go in for a practice segment with someone on TV or for you do a phone call with a radio show host or you're going back and forth via email with someone trying to figure out what a segment's going to be and you're constantly saying, well, what should I do next? Or what do you think? Or how should, is this a better way to do it? And you're constantly requiring reassurance and someone to kind of walk you through the process. Oh my gosh, that is going to drive the media contact absolutely bonkers. So get yourself educated on how to be an amazing media guest. Educate yourself on what it takes to get in the door and be easy to work with for the media. Educate yourself on what the media is looking for, for content, for a segment, for guests. If you don't understand that process, you are going to blow it every step of the way because you don't understand what they're looking for. You have to put yourself in their shoes. And if you require that constant handholding, you're going to be considered high maintenance and they're not going to want you on that show. So get educated. Don't be that high maintenance handholding person that causes their jobs to be really, really difficult. Okay, that was number three. Number four. Seven ways to blow it with media. And I hear this one all the time, and I can't believe that people would be late for a media appearance. Being late is an almost instant way to drag you down in the media world. Because you have to think about this. The media are on tight, tight timelines. If they have a live show especially, you have to be there for them. You have to be early. Give them that peace of mind that you're there, you're ready to go. If you're late, then they're freaking out that they're going to have to fill your space with someone last minute. 
oh my gosh, they're not here. Ah, and it causes them anxiety and stress. You never, ever want to cause any type of anxiety or stress for the media, ever. So don't ever be late. If something comes up where it's an emergency or you're stuck in traffic, call. Don't just say, well, I'll get there. I'll make it in time. Call and let them know that you're on your way. You're going to make it, but that you're just running late. Key, key, key. Communication. Number five, and this one flabbergasts me because I've heard more than once in the last couple of weeks of people doing this last minute, but it's canceling. If you have a chance to be on TV, on the radio, you have a print interview or an online interview, why in the heck would you cancel? That's an instant way for your face to get in front of so many new customers. There's no reason you should ever cancel unless you are on your deathbed or someone has died. And I say that in all seriousness. If you have something else come up, weigh what that thing is against the potential income, exposure, and credibility that comes along with being in the media. Because there's not much that can compare to that. And again, unless you're deathly ill or someone has died, there is no excuse to cancel because you're causing anxiety and you're causing stress and you may never get a chance with that media outlet again, ever. So be sure that if you're canceling, that you're ready to burn that bridge because that's what's going to happen. So that's number five. Number six, being annoying. And there's a lot of ways that you can be annoying. And it can be all the things I've mentioned before, being difficult, needing hand-holding, being a diva. Sometimes people just rub you the wrong way. And sometimes you rub people the wrong way. And any time that you feel that tension, do something to fix it. Because that means you're being annoying (laughs) to the other person. Even if the media person is wrong or is doing something that you don't agree with, in this case, if you're trying to get on TV, on the radio, in print, online, the media is always right, okay? Remember that the media is always right and you need to be easy, pleasant, and not annoying. Number seven, another way to blow it with the media, and I will fully admit this is a huge challenge for me, but number seven, a way to blow it with the media is to be a rambler. You know, those people that just talk on and on and on and they don't stop and they don't ever take a breath. It used to be me really badly when I first started doing media, but now you know, almost 150 media appearances later, I've really mastered the soundbite. I've learned to read the host's body language and facial expressions so that I know when they want me to stop talking because that's the key to media. You want sound bites. You want short sentences, short responses so that they can use that to draw in more audiences. Act like you're speaking to an eighth grade audience. And if you keep rambling and rambling and rambling, then you're not going to be a good media guest. And those media people, the hosts, the producers, they are going to say, hmm, you know, I don't think we need to have them on again. They weren't really all that good. Now, I said seven ways to blow it with the media, but as I was talking, I remembered one more thing that I want to share with you. This is a crucial key of mass importance when you are reaching out to the media before you even landed a segment, and that is to not mass email them. They can spot a cut and paste email in seconds. A, because you probably don't say, hi, so-and-so, or if you do, it's from a email program and at the bottom it says constant contact or MailChimp or something like that. Don't ever mass email the media. Always customize every outreach you do. Say their name. Spell it right. So don't mass email. Know the contact's name. Do some research. Figure out what they write about, what they enjoy talking about, what their media outlet is about, what they talk about on their show, and customize that email to them. Say, hey, I saw you recently did a show on X. 
I could give something similar to provide value and blah, 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 blah. Let them know that you watch, engage, read, whatever media outlet it is that they work for. So they know that you are the perfect fit for that audience. That also helps you to screen so that you know that you are the perfect fit for that. And you can create content and a pitch that really ties exactly to what that audience wants. Now, if you want more information about pitching, I do have a new product coming out called Pitch Profit Promote. It's a virtual conference. It was actually a live conference that sold out that I hosted back in February of 2014. So if you're listening to this in the future, know that that was a live event that I hosted, sold out, and I actually recorded the entire day so that you can understand what it takes to be a powerful, amazing PR media personality and also an amazing speaker to grow your speaking and media exposure and businesses. And that product will be out. Just go to pitchprofitpromote.com to learn all about it. And it should be out within the next few days. So stay tuned. There's a video there with everything people learned. Not only did this conference sell out, but I had media there, producers there telling you exactly what they look for in their guests. And I had event planners telling you exactly what they look for in their speakers. That right there, priceless. So make sure you take advantage of that. And if you want, like I mentioned earlier, to have a little bit more insight, a little bit more education on what it takes to pitch correctly, to understand what the media is looking for, just go to my Lit PR website, litpr.com, L-I-T-P-R.com, and you can see some of the things that I offer to help you get educated on that. All right. Now, if you have enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear your thoughts on it. What are some no-nos that you encounter when it comes to pitching the media? What are some questions you have about getting more media exposure? Either share them on Facebook, drop me a note, or comment right below the show notes page. And if you want to see all of the notes from this page with all the links that I've mentioned and the products and things like that, just go to happyhoureffect.com, click on podcasts, and right under there is listed all of the shows. This is number nine, seven ways to blow it with the media. And there you can see all of the stuff that I'm sharing right now on air. And of course, if you like the show, I would really, really appreciate it if you would leave me a five-star review on iTunes. It's really important to get exposure and, and move up those iTunes charts so that I can help more people create a life with fresh ideas, brand buzz, and work-life fun. I'm Kristen Brown. I am so glad that you've joined me, and we will see you next time.